Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Canine Performance Podcast, where it is our mission to help you live the best possible life with your dog, guaranteed. I'm your host, Natalie Dobkins, and for today's podcast episode, we're going to be talking about putting your dog away. So, putting your dog away, what does that mean? Um, In the post that I posted today on Instagram, it is Monday, February 10th. Go ahead and check that out if you want. There's a neat little graphic there to visually explain a little bit more of what I'm talking about. Putting your dog away just means taking a break from a training session. So if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you're kind of invested in training your dog. You probably follow some other dog training accounts on Instagram, on Facebook. Maybe you listen to some other podcasts. Who knows what it is? But regardless, at some point, you gain a lot of inspiration and motivation. You learn a lot of new things from all these different places that you keep up with for all of your dog info. Now, those same accounts that are super inspiring, they're super motivating, they give you so much knowledge, can sometimes often leave you kind of down in the dumps, to be honest. Um, I find that within myself of I will follow someone because they have really beautiful and precise obedience and it really motivates me to get to that level. I can see what is possible. But on some days when I'm really struggling with my dog, maybe I'm having a bad day, maybe they're having a bad day, maybe we're both having a bad day, I just think of that account again in my mind's eye and I just get so frustrated because I'm like, I know that this is possible. I know that I can do this. Why am I struggling so hard? Why do I feel like I'm not making any progress at all? And it just gets so frustrating and that can manifest in a lot of different ways for, you know, some of my private training clients, um, especially with women, they get like really down and hard on themselves and they kind of collapse in inward and they just kind of, their shoulders droop and their head kind of hangs. They lose some of that enthusiasm. And that's when as a coach, I need to step in and, and, you know, put all of that enthusiasm back in and build up their confidence and, you know, coach them that way. But when you're on your own, you have to be your own coach and just realize when those shoulders start to droop and when you start to lose your enthusiasm. Maybe you're someone that when you get frustrated, you have those exasperated sighs, you throw your head back and you're like, oh, why is this happening? Um, and in those moments, you start to you know, drop your food some and then you get frustrated or you fumble your toy and you have incorrect reward placement or um, you click and reward at the wrong time, whatever it may be, you know, that just leads to some more frustration. So in these moments, it's really important to recognize that and take a step back, be like, whoa, this, I don't, I don't need to be that serious about this. This is dog training. I'm going to have my dog for a really long time. My relationship with my dog is so much more important than, you know, me teaching them how to hold a pipe in their mouth or go and retrieve something or having a sit stay or whatever it may be. Yeah, sure. Those things are important for obedience and it's important for building an aspect of the relationship, but not at the cost of the relationship. 
And progress isn't going to happen when you bring that sort of energy to the table. Dogs are all about energy. They can tell when you're really excited and when you're exuberant and you're putting your heart and soul into something and you're just like really in the flow and in the groove. And they can also really tell when you're really frustrated and you're just not on your A game. They know that as well. And they don't want to work with someone that is going to be really exasperated and, you know, have really short temper and no patience and, you know, is acting really dejected, no enthusiasm whatsoever. So in those moments, what are some things that you can do? And so for me, my recommendation to individuals who get frustrated, and these are recommendations to myself as well, is that just put your dog away in the crate. And I use this a lot when I'm feeling on my A game, but I can tell my dog is not feeling on their A game. And it's not that I'm angry at them. There's no emotion involved in any of these solutions. It's just, hey, we're just going to take a break. We're just going to hit the quick reset button for like five or 10 minutes, you know, go into your crate for a second. We're just going to decompress, kind of reset. And then at the end of those five or 10 minutes, going to go ahead and bring you out and we'll try again. And if it doesn't work, fine. It doesn't work. We have tomorrow or we have another session in the day. Totally fine. But when you're getting frustrated with your dog, put them into the crate for five or 10 minutes. Or another thing that I often like to do is if I'm working on something new with my dogs and I just feel like it's not clicking for either one of us and I can start to see that some of that power and enthusiasm is starting to slowly leak and drain away, then I'll switch to a, a known command that I know that they know and they enjoy doing. So for example, for Aurora, if I'm trying to teach the hold, she's not a super big fan of it. And if she starts to, you know, kind of leak away some of that enthusiasm and that drains out of her, I'll switch to something like the touch command. She loves the touch command, which is where we stick our hand out in random various places, the higher, the better. So that way she can jump and she has to boop our hand with her nose. She loves it. She absolutely goes crazy for it. So it's something that she knows she loves to do. She can get some reinforcement, builds that confidence back up. And that's really great. So doing something that your dog already knows, preferably something that they enjoy, um, can add that extra oomph right back into that training session and give both of you guys a confidence boost. Another thing is just switching to play instead. I think a lot of the time, um, myself included, I get really into the obedience aspect of dog training. Um, I mean, as a dog trainer, I work with primarily obedience. Um, and so if that's your main focus, obedience isn't really all that fun for a dog. So if it's been several days, maybe several weeks, heck, maybe it's been several months that you've been working on obedience Maybe it's kind of time to take a break and instead of working on obedience, scrap it for the night and just play tug, play fetch with your dog, do something fun, just do something playful. Dogs are innately very playful, juvenile creatures. So activating that part of their personalities is super, super beneficial. It's really important for them to be able to, you know, use all the different functions of their brain and be able to engage in some fun play. So doing that. Um, and then finally, sometimes it's just whatever you just stop the session altogether and you just say, Hey, you know what? Tomorrow's another day. We're just done for the day and we'll pick it up tomorrow. Today is just going to be a rest day. So those are, the, those are some four 
quick tips that you can do um, whenever you feel yourself getting frustrated, overwhelmed, dejected, discouraged, whatever word you want to call it um, to kind of either put some life back into your sessions or make sure that you're just ending on a really high note. So at the end of the day, when these things happen, realize every single person that owns a dog gets frustrated with their dog. It's absolutely impossible to just not feel discouraged at times or frustrated at others. Um, it happens to everyone. This is a journey through life that we're going to be taking with our dogs. Don't try to rush it. Um, not at the cost of your relationship. Um, not the cost of being unfair to our dogs with all of these unnatural things that we're asking of them to perform. Um, so yeah, just some food for thought for you and maybe some reassurance and um, support that you're not alone in this. Other people also feel this. And hopefully some of those tips can be, um, you know, encouraging to you. Keep those in the back of your mind. But um, yeah, I guess that is everything that I have for this podcast episode. If you're new to listening to this podcast, you can also find us on Instagram. Our handle is canine performance, C-A-N-I-N-E underscore performance. You can also find us on Facebook under the same name. On YouTube, you can search Natalie Dobkins or Canine Performance. And then obviously we are on all platforms that host podcasts, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, all that jazz. Um, so we'd love to hear some feedback if you're listening to some of these podcast episodes. Um, if that's uh, DMs on Instagram or just leave us um, a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. That helps with the rankings and it gives us some good feedback too so that way we can mold and you know change how some of the information is delivered or make improvements in other ways. So thank you so much for listening to this episode and we'll see you guys next time.